0: welcome to finding monster right the show about finding monsters right right
1: we've uh we're pulling out the bags of dice we're we're, we're casting lots and uh i've rolled the letters A D i'm adam I rolled three
0: d6 and dropped the lowest, and uh, the result was that I am Allie. Yes, I know it's forty-six. Drop the lowest, but I don't have a lot of I don't have a lot of stats, gang. Oh,
1: that's so that's a that's a sad note to start on.
0: I live in a reverse Dark Sun world, is the thing. Anyway, we're doing a D and D episode, and we have a special guest.
1: A dynamite my guest.
0: One time I saw him eat a
2: whole tree. Yeah, that never again with the Taco Bell, man. Hey, guys, I rolled 10d10 and all the dice fell off the table so they don't count. And a cat, a a cat ate one of the dice. So I'm Crazy Boris.
1: Yes, uh, (laughs) Crazy Boris is the mastermind behind some of my favorite animations through the ages. And uh, I—it's I, a, per, a personal goal of mine to be involved with the project. So thank you for joining us, for yeah. to, talk, to, talk, to talk shop with D and D. Very much so.
2: I love Dungeons and Dragons.
0: Now, my first uh, introduction to you was like way back with Cactuar and Tanberry,
1: which was Artha. Oh. oh, he did the thing. <laughs> no, no, I'm uh, pretty positive. Cactuar was just next to him. I refused. Oh yeah. To... <laughs>
2: I, you know what, you say that jokingly, but there is a cactar plush in the corner <laughs> of my room watching me right now. That is from the Japan. Bors, um, you, you don't,
0: I don't know if you've experienced this yet, but Adam does not miss. <laughs> <laughs> He's
1: always right somehow.
2: Uh, my, 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 the hits keep coming. He's uh, just got access to my uh, my uh, home security cameras.
1: <laughs> uh, you know, you, don't, don't turn around that, that plushie, please. I, 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 I gotta, gotta change watching. the
2: passwords, man
1: uh so uh, how far back does your dnd uh know how go I, i'm sure it's older than than ours
2: okay the beginnings of my dnd know-how is um one time i sort of have played with some friends in high school and i was like yeah i get how this works yes. and then i thought i knew how to play for like 10 years <laughs> and i'd introduce people to it and they'd be like this sucks dnd sucks and I'd be like no i just no and then i just had the books, but I was bad at, like, reading and taking in knowledge. So I didn't know, like, you were supposed to add your strength to melee attacks. Or, this is like, really things that made the entire thing extremely asinine. It was just a bunch of rolling for, like, to see if you hit something, and then maybe 1 in 10 rolls, you will hit something. And my friends were all like, no, this sucks. And then finally, I, uh, yeah, finally someone other than myself DM'd. I am stuck in this sort of Forever DM mm. for the mm. most part, um, but someone other than me DM'd and I everything clicked. I I learned by doing. Having the books was not enough, but yeah. So it's, it's been a good.
1: Wow, we've we've already had a complete lesson uh, on this episode.
2: Yeah, it's been a good like twenty ish years of DND, but half of that me thinking I knowing what DND is and how to play.
0: Making an entire animated series about a cool D and D party is the most forever DM thing
2: I have ever heard. So that checks out. <laughs> I, if, if I don't, if I can't have players, I'll make them myself.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that's you've you've hit the nail on the head. Uh, we're, <laughs> this week we're going to be talking about a very very specific D and D monster uh, in this episode called Shades of Gray. Render bonding with your D and monstrosity. Yeah. The gray render is a species
0: of D and D monster that goes all the way back to the very beginnings of D and D third edition.
1: <laughs> and uh, and uh, let uh, I think it's worth describing because the, the name doesn't do it justice. So no, it
0: it rends. It's gray. What more do you need?
1: The gray render stands at a a whopping nine foot tall, coming in at two thousand pounds.
2: Whoa. How would you guys describe this, this buddy? Uh, a- Adam, you ju- you sound like you're introducing him in the, the next YouTube creator clash.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm ready for him to, to to feed a bunch of homeless people for with that.
0: <laughs> Alright, so we're talking about essentially a bipedal mangy bear with like a kind of hippo-y sort of skull that's wrapped in some like gooey musculature with six eyes. And it's a big gray, kind of pachyderm-skinned, sort of rip and tear spook spookum.
1: Yeah, yeah. You take the skin of a rhino, the the mouth of a hippo, and just uh, just pepper those eyes on. Don't stop. Who could it be? This animal that
0: I did see.
2: Will you help me guess this,
0: this mystery?
2: The oh, boom roll for initiative. Fuck yeah. <laughs>
1: i'm I'm glad that someone's here to, to sing along with you Allie.
2: Oh my gosh a whole new <laughs> this is the world. musical episode oh, this is so- you guys you guys had the rhyming episode. this is the musical episode <laughs> every episode of the musical episode really <laughs> the most musical monster of all the gray render
1: well that is looking- something uh, to be said about its abilities uh the gray render is uh is this alien creature that kind of hulks around uh looking for an intelligent uh a, a sapient uh, creature to bond with. And this bonding ritual includes a lot of weird warbling cries. This sounds like me so far. <laughs> You're just eternally seeking that that partner to bond with. That and the warbling cries really sell it.
2: <laughs> this this really is just like the the Tinder and in hinge ex, like online dating experience. Hmm. Looking for someone to bond with, warbling, crying. Why can I only find people that are holding fish? <laughs> <laughs> Stop with the gym
1: selfies. Oh, yeah. So we, uh, the, the neat thing about the uh, the gray render is that it's a it's not just a foe; it can be a friend. Oh yeah. It's it's your typical uh, typically chaotic neutral. Uh, <laughs> but unfortunately, unlike a like a, maybe a golden retriever may, uh, it kind of has a mind of its own. It kind of will go off and do its own quirky activities. Yeah.
2: It's not clingy. You know, that's a good that's a good sign. <laughs> yeah, you don't want a, a gray render to something this large to be your shadow like continuously.
1: You can want you no. wanna take a
2: break every now and then. Where were you Thursday night? Grey render. I I was I was at my parents. I was hmm, hmm. Yeah, I'm sure. Hmm. I feel like
0: a dog is almost more clingy than that. <laughs> it's like yeah. I missed you forever. It's like I was gone for two hours, like, but I missed you forever though.
2: I thought you were gone forever. <laughs> yeah, and uh,
1: that's the, that's the thing about gray renders. If, if you leave them alone, they don't uh, they don't necessarily they're not they're not good. They might just wander off. They might uh, they might seek you out anyway.
0: Yeah. Now, do you think it would help if we talked about maybe the origin of uh, of the gray render?
1: Oh uh, yes, uh, from from lore, deep lore.
0: The deep lore would appear to suggest that they are somehow the creation. Or they owe their existence within the Forgotten Realms of D&D to, uh, to the Niyogi, which are this...
1: A delicious Italian dessert.
0: A delicious Italian mm.
1: dessert. Uh, They're these, like,
0: snaky spider people who inspired the Dark Alley test for D&D monsters, which, uh, Crazy Boris, and for those who are also unfamiliar, uh, the Dark Alley test is a test that I came up with, where if you saw this monster in a dark alley... Would your reaction be like, oh, no, or would it be like, who fucking
2: cares?
0: (laughs) Which I looked at these snake spiders in the monster manual and I was like, I don't fucking give a single shit. (laughs) Because like, also, it's like the Niyogi were a race of spider like creatures. They were ruthless, xenophobic slavers and plunderers hated in all known crystal spheres. The enemy of my enemy is my enemy. Niyogi proverb. Sometimes I hate D&D for that exact reason. I'm like, <laughs> oh, what do you need to know about this monster? They are evil, xenophobic slavers. And that's like 90% of the book.
2: <laughs> yeah. Huh. Yeah, I, ju- I just looked up a picture. These are, yeah, these are definitely like two phobias in one. And that's <laughs> what, <laughs> it's perfect. I-, I must have misspelled them because I'm just looking
1: at pieces of meat now. <laughs> no, prime I... grade
2: neogi.
0: <laughs> that's uh that's wagyu, Adam. That's <laughs> <laughs> Adam's uh Adam's predisposition towards carnivory is sometimes very
2: difficult to work with. Adam hasn't had dinner yet. Hm. Mm. No. <laughs> it's affecting the podcast. Oh,
1: well. yeah, the
2: uh... Uh, I'm I'm going to ask that you be a little professional. Okay? Yeah, <laughs> the, uh, the, gr- the gray red rate right my lunch. <laughs> we, we, we're gonna door dash you some taco bell <laughs> my greater underate my homework
1: <laughs> crazy boris I, I i must point out that i i know
2: that taco bell is a is a like a golden
1: standard for you is is it not
2: i love taco well no we're having a bit of a spat it, it, they got rid of the quesarito unless you use the app and i will never use an app for anything <laughs> hats off to you good way to stick to your guns i refuse to use an app one time uh, i went to a haircut place and they're like oh you can uh, pay us through the app i'm like i'm not using an app so i came back with a flip phone just to be like sorry i'm gonna have to use cash and they they actually like took the cash and gave me a haircut I, i beat the system nice there used to be a taco bell inside my university's library Oh, I, thought, I thought you were about to say there used to be a Taco Bell inside of your game universe, like a D&D universe.
0: There was that one time where I did just like vampires in modern day Philadelphia. So like there was probably a Taco Bell uh, in that game, technically. Canonically, yeah. yeah. Adam, do you remember It's Never Sunny in Philadelphia?
1: <laughs> I, I, I do recall the vampire. Character. It's Never Sunny.
0: <laughs> I like that. <laughs> thanks, thanks. Uh, that was the best part of the game was the title.
1: <laughs> I did not do a
0: very good job. I could do a better uh, round two, but anyway. Uh, so the gray renders are maybe aliens, maybe like some kind of uh, stray pets of the Nioki that were dropped off here, uh, almost like the conspiracy theory about the chupacabra that we talked about uh, several episodes back.
1: Yeah, I, as I understand it, they uh, they needed these creatures to kind of do some of the, their grunt work.
0: Yeah, and they also uh, these creatures have a very alien reproductive cycle
1: oh uh, they uh they there's eggs that lay separate things that impregnate them
0: no People. no 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 that's the other aliens uh the great renders reproduce by budding
1: <laughs> they both put their butts together and a baby comes out just like humans just like humans yeah yeah that's how humans do it right am i doing it two wrong two
0: worlds one
3: family,
1: family. <laughs> Trust, Trust your, your heart.
2: heart. Yeah. Oh. Okay, okay, so. oh,
0: okay. Sorry,
1: though I, I take
0: that back. Can we... This is not an explicit I... show. <laughs> well, okay, we we very much are. Watch.
1: Uh, ah. We're we're gonna get into that in a moment. In our gray render quirks, but
0: uh, go, go on, Allie. Yes, they reproduce by budding. So they form these big nodules on their bodies, and then they break off and turn into young gray renders. Which, for such a derived organism, just, like, from an evo-devo sense, I, I don't know how much sense that makes, truly. <laughs> that
1: just grows off, them, falls off.
0: Yeah. Uh, Alright, I guess. This is a very plastic, uh... Yeah, it's a... <laughs> Slaps roof of Grey Render. This bad boy can fit so many hawks jeans in it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just reproduces via shedding.
2: I, I like... I looking at the gray render, I could actually really see the baby gray renders being like the next baby Groot or baby Yoda. Ooh, baby render! I'm a I'm, I'm pro. Yes. It's, it's got it's got marketing potential. That's all I'm going
0: to say. I'm going to Google baby gray render and see if anybody's beaten us to the punch on that.
2: Oh my god! Yeah. Wait. Okay. We have baby gray render. No, oh, I see. Uh, there's, there's kangaroos for some reason. <laughs> I'm
0: seeing some uh, what looks like some fan art of, uh, of Critical Role uh, because gray renders did uh, show up in an episode of Critical Role a couple years back, which is how uh, before Morning Kindness was published. So the supplement that they show up in for fifth edition. So that was the first time I encountered them. Was uh, was a failed attempt by uh, the character Vexalia to uh, to befriend one, but. Uh, yeah, there's a baby gray render. It's not very cute.
1: Speaking of befriending one, oh. I, I would like to pitch the two of your premise. Mm-hmm. Uh, you uh, you have encountered this creature, this gray render. It uh, it is is now showing deference to you. It's making a weird war- warb- warbly cry. It's scratching the at the earth, and uh, it it's clearly wants you to bond with it. How would you go about doing so? <laughs> Uh, in none of the literature I've read do they actually say what you're supposed to do in reply to this. Okay. Ooh.
0: As a, uh, as an animal expert, uh, I believe the proper procedure is to go in front of it, hold your hand out to it, and say, eyes on me.
2: <laughs> That's true of the Chris Pratt method.
0: Yeah, 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 that works on every animal,
2: it turns out.
1: Yes, uh, just, uh, uh make that eye contact. Don't let it go. It'll probably scratch you. It might attack you. <laughs> but, but but keep keep that hand up. Switch to the uh, other hand if you lose the first one. There's the Minecraft
0: uh, thing where I guess you just feed it like three times. The little hearts pop out of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Let me see. There's Pokemon where you got to beat it up a bit
2: and then you catch it in a Pokeball. <laughs> the way I see it, making friends as an adult is hard. Mm. Um. I would invite it to get a beer, oh,
1: yeah
2: okay, um get some potato skins, and oh. then we could watch like Cobra Kai or some like episode one of something <laughs> oh okay
1: you you're, you're at the, the top of the series,
2: yeah, yeah, I mean yeah. it's a good starter episode. I've never <laughs> even seen karate Kid, but I enjoyed it
1: now the okay.
0: thing about uh the thing about dogs is uh like they need an l c d screen uh to see. Because they cannot see the CRT uh, TV, like the illusion of movement doesn't work for them. So,
1: oh, I mean, sure, we'll just make sure it's an LCD that we're watching Cooper guy on.
0: But like, what I if I didn't know that? But, yeah, Is that that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's a real animal fact. I'm I'm full of them. But like, yeah, dogs can't see like old school like big uh, bulgy TVs because like it's just ions hitting a screen basically, and like the frame rate is such that the dogs don't realize that it's supposed to be, like, a picture of a guy walking. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, I, wow. wow but, actually. So, like, dogs just got TV, is what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> uh, do you think the the Grey Render's vision is going to have any trouble with him enjoying Cobra Kai?
0: He's got six eyes. I see no reason for an animal to have more than two eyes, it, unless it's, like, for
2: seeing
1: different spectra.
2: That's mm. true. Like, so why don't... do spiders and bugs have more than two eyes?
1: Mm. So he's watching more Cobra Kai than we are. Is what you're yeah, saying?
2: he's processing it three times better than most regular two-eyed humans. He can
0: watch three episodes at once.
1: <laughs> oh, man, he's, he's gonna finish before us. It's gonna be really bad for spoilers. Oh no! Uh, but okay, I I agree with the, these methods. I, I think this this would call co- will chill out a, a gray render. Maybe we can
0: uh, maybe we can find out what kind of you know gestures a gray render might like if we learn the kind of quirky things that a gray render does good
1: thinking because yeah like a uh, like a beethoven <laughs> um, um, having a, a gray render around causes all kinds of trouble
0: mm. <laughs> real marmaduke this
1: one yeah uh the uh, was it the the multi- <laughs> monsters of the multiverse lists out uh, some quirks that a gray render may possess and uh, they're very difficult sometimes. Uh, for example, hates horses and other mounts. That's a problem. Oh. If you gotta travel around, that sucks. They're jealous. Uh, and mm. uh, it doesn't specify living or mechanical mounts. So uh, no no driving with a Grey Render. <laughs>
2: Grey Render, this was a lease!
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I even had a Who Saved Who bumper sticker on the back that I got because of you. Aww. <laughs> Render is my favorite breed. <laughs> you, uh, you can put that bumper sticker
1: directly on the render if you want.
2: Oh, yeah, there you go. It's more of a tattoo at that point. Gray render does sound like a dog breed now that I hear it. <laughs> it does. Rend is such a weird verb, I think, is why. Yeah, I it's I associate it with, like, 3D, like, blender renders. Hmm.
1: So the uh, next quirk here. Uh, <laughs> roars loudly when its bonded creature is touched by another creature. Hmm. So, I uh, no, uh, Hope you don't have a, an intimate partner
2: or stealth, <laughs> or, or yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah. So I, I yes. thought, like, when if you were trying to stealth and then you stab someone, that sees that as Ooh. contact.
1: Mm.
0: Well, it's that when, is a good
1: point.
2: I think it's when it's bonded creature is
0: touched by another creature.
2: So if somebody stabs you, ah, okay, or gives you a firm. A confident handshake.
0: Yeah, he might, he might recognize a true alpha business pro in your presence and see that as a threat.
1: As my brain often does, I went to just like a straight up like Keenan and Kel scene, where you're, try, you're <laughs> trying to like at a job interview, make a good impression, but your gray render is, is causing a scene.
2: That would make a great sitcom
1: just trying to get various jobs, but the gray render in just your way. Trying
2: to yeah, just like doing doing uh, millennial things, dating, trying to get a job. Every little thing sets sets the, your jealous gray render off. It's a great Adult Swim cartoon.
1: <laughs> well, it, it's it's funny because you you start off with like your uh, the idea of like oh man it's a it's a it's a bad dog, but then it's like oh no wait this is just. This is my partner now. It's like that one guy that uh, that uh, the bird fell in love with him at the zoo. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's it's really turned into one of those.
0: It's a loose cannon. I'm really glad that our cranes at the zoo are uh, are happily married.
1: <laughs> yes, uh, they. Nothing doesn't nothing's worse than a, a, a crane husband. Mm. Uh, fortunately, uh, the third quirk is likes to snuggle.
0: Oh, huh. now this one and the other two make me think that uh, they're very tactile. In their, uh, for lack of a better word, love language. Like, they
1: like pets. Oh, it's all about the the, the touching, then.
0: Yeah, like, definitely scratching, like, the parts of its body that it can't reach. I think it would like that hmm. the
1: most. I think uh, th- that might be where the render comes from. Like, we're talking about dogs, like, a golden retriever retrieves balls. Maybe it just, the rending is the touching and the grabbing. It's It's definitely got the physical touch love language.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> to rend is to tear something apart, I thought.
2: Uh, with physically though, just don't let them discover back scratchers. Then they won't need humans. That's also true of dogs, though. Yeah, they they don't have those opposable thumbs. Mm. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, number
1: speaking of speaking of dogs, mm-hmm. uproots and chews on trees. Mm-mm. He's undoing Mister Beast's work. <laughs> yes, now he's he's very anti YouTuber. <laughs> <laughs> no. Just just poses against any uh, any saplings that are newly print impressed. Ugh, influencers. Uh, <laughs> hate them.
2: That's the fourth quirk. <laughs> Hates it. We're gonna write that into Wizards of the Coast. Can, uh you
0: Come to think of it, the environmental thing in the six eyes is giving me Avatar vibes. Oh, the blue one, not the good one.
1: Yeah, it kind of it has the what the plug in. Uh, the plug-in hair situation a lot, doesn't it? Except it doesn't say that explicitly. It does
0: bond with things quickly. Like if a uh, random white guy shows up on your planet and turns himself into one of you, then maybe that could be his friend.
2: If I had a nickel.
1: <laughs> Forrest, to your point earlier, uh, the, the the following quirk is uh, has uh, terrific and eye-watering flatulence.
2: Mm. Uh, which is uh, which,
1: somebody which is very... once told, told me the, the world, world
0: don't roll me. me. I ain't the greatest render in the shed. Fuck it. Fuck. Throw up the syllables. <laughs> Alright.
1: Well. <laughs> <this> is... <laughs> uh, but, yeah, all like glitters is not gold, because they, <laughs> they do bury treasure that they find. Oh, no.
2: Ooh. Oh, no. Wait, yeah. Hey. Yeah, that, that's real bad. I just got that. <laughs> Unbury that right now. <laughs> they They really are just like very affectionate little pit bulls Mm -hmm. that stand up on back on their back heel
1: but but these are all are like multipliers for a dnd party and why you don't want one around
0: no true like
1: there are some of these that are like
0: very much bad and some of them that are very much good like likes to snuggle is not a bad thing and all these other ones could cause some kind of complication
1: yeah, there's some innocent ones, like it, it whines in the dark sometimes, mm. and howls when it rains. Those are all fine.
0: It attacks carts and wagons as if they were terrible monsters, compulsively digs up the ground, brings offerings of meat to its bonded creature, and uh,
1: finally chases birds leaping into the air to catch them, heedless of the destruction it causes.
0: Birds? Birds? Yes. Ooh. I mean, it, they are spies. That's an animal fact. All birds are drones.
2: Yeah, the government installed pigeons throughout most major American cities. Yeah, birds aren't real, so the
0: gray render knows that because it's from space, where the aliens that run the government live. That's
2: true. It has been to Area Fifty-One.
0: Yeah, it's it's clapped those alien cheeks.
2: <laughs> it, it butted those alien selves.
0: I I gotta work on like emphasizing my B's and or my D's and T's because like <laughs> that's gonna cause a real problem.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. You're you're gonna go and take money out of the uh out of the tank and get in real trouble, mm. uh. But yes, yeah, so th- those are it's a quirky little creature, and uh not little, it's a quirky big bulky pit bull buddy. Oh, so good. Who's a good bozos. So, uh, tackling our premise here, uh, bonding with your D anD D monstrosity. What are some what are some fun activities that we can do to kind of get good with the with our gray render? Maybe hopefully like start that training, you know. Yeah. Now, Adam, I think you have the most uh, experience
0: here because you just welcomed a uh, a gray render into uh, into your home.
1: Oh, I'm currently living with a cat. Yes.
0: Uh, Alex's cat uh, has a, a Grace. I can say the cat's name. No one's going to steal the cat's identity. Grace has a, has moved into your house.
2: Yeah, and
1: uh, and Grace, uh, it has is very quirky. I will, I will say that there's something like that in common. I think uh, a gray render will ask for food a lot when it's around. It's it's feeding time, uh, and then it'll probably uh, get a bunch of zoomies for
2: no reason. <laughs> Do gray render zoomies? I didn't even think of that. Oh my gosh, that's, uh, right. that's
1: really bad. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it,
2: they're just gonna destroy half a forest every time they're slightly energized when you get back from work mm. well i i think part of that has
0: to do with like keeping them like inside like i think outdoor pets don't get zoomies that much
1: huh okay so and i agree that we should not keep our gray render inside no <laughs> i would not want to even if it's one of those like bars where they like have dogs or whatever i don't think
0: yeah i don't think it's a smart idea Despite the obvious danger to uh, to wild birds, I gotta say, uh, this is this is an outdoor pet.
1: Yeah. Although it has to, it can't be around um, carriages or wagons either. So mm. uh, it, it sounds like it's gonna be a rural creature.
2: Mm. Yeah. Keep it away from highways. Keep it away from the fine china in the living room.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe it's like one of those farm animals.
2: Yeah. It's like a draft horse. But
0: that seems like
2: But it hates horses.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh no bit, so
0: okay, he can't go anywhere. <laughs> uh, well not yeah, every grey render has all of these quirks.
1: That's true. Uh we might we, we're basically rolling the dice we're literally rolling the dice to see which which ones we this guy has. Yeah,
0: if we were to come up with like a uh, a care manual for like how to take care of your grey render, I would say that these oh. are possibilities, but they're not like Necessarily all true for all of them, if okay, you should not take this entire quirk table and give your gray render in your d and d game every one of these quirks because that is not <laughs> tenable
1: no that's like that not, not adding your modifier to an attack roll just doesn't <laughs> stop. Just, that doesn't make for a...
2: <laughs> you stop that right now, yeah, I should have made it personal, yeah. <laughs> They I yeah, with all six, I think the grey render would be worse than anything the BBEG throws at the party. <laughs> the ultimate frenemy.
1: Yeah, it, that's exactly it. Uh it has that problem like it, it's too close to the party and no one really wants to deal with it or get rid of it.
0: Now, I have an idea that is based on the fact that this is uh that this possibly has its origins in uh the neogi. Uh that this is okay. possibly some kind of alien crime lord creature. Okay. And to uh, to find out what I'm talking about, uh, to t- t- take a look, it's in a book, a Boba Fett book. Oh yeah. Book of Boba Fett features a Rancor, which, like a gray render, is a big bipedal sort of reptilian, sort of mammalian monster that's very strong and destructive, and it uh, bonds to uh, to other creatures like Danny Trejo.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This this official D anD D artwork. I am now realizing that it, this is a a gray colored like brown gray uh, instead of the brown uh, rancor. It's just gray. Like it's it's pretty one for one. How close those are.
2: The, yeah, you could. They're about the same size. You could ride on their back. They both mm-hmm. love Danny Trejo. It's it's <laughs> it's really.
1: They, they both hate getting like doors dropped on them.
0: Uh. I can't imagine most things like that. I mean, yeah. So you could use this to like
1: enforce uh, your your crime juice. Yeah, it's a, It's also a, I would call. I, I think um, a lot of the scenarios I was thinking through about how, why, what would be handy with the gray render is those uh intimidation situations. Mm. Ooh. Yeah, ha- having him back you up is uh is is going to be very
2: handy.
0: Yeah, we were using pit bulls a lot. I think you were, Boris, and like that seems to be the comparison.
2: It's like that cartoon trope where it's where like all the bullies run away from the kid and the kids like, ha, I scared him off. And then behind them, there's the giant monster that actually. Sca- yeah, yeah. I guess that, that would be a classic gray render moment. Certified gray man, r- gray render moment. Just gray render things.
1: <laughs> no, I'm with you. So uh, I've any other pieces of that theory, Allie?
0: Um, yeah, I think Wizards of the Coast stole <laughs> the Rancors from Star Wars, and that they should be sued for money. Yo,
1: this yo is a- you hear about these, this Wizard of the Coast halflings? You hear about- uh g- g- get this. <laughs> Big feet, living holes. <laughs> nice try. That's just like my uncle. <laughs> the, the, the Wizards of the Coast are ripping off my uncle.
0: River- Wizards of the Coast are ripping <laughs> off my uncle- Wiz-
2: Wizards of the Coast has been ripping off the concept of the Uncle for years. Mm-hmm. If you say, I've "Been Wiz- trying to bring them down on this for years," if you say "Wizards of the Coast"
0: backwards three times, it's just Uncle.
2: It's true. Yeah. Don't check, but it's true. Gary Gygax, <laughs> Uncle. Don't check. It's true. It's he's true. It's probably an Uncle. Gray Render would make a good Uncle, I think. I think so. Yeah.
1: Like. <laughs> All right. Uh, real quick, uh, everyone lists two things that an Uncle like needs to do. Oh gosh uh i pu- push you really high on the swings and um uh tell <laughs> t- t- tell you not to cry when you get hurts um comment
0: on meat being grilled okay mhm and um drink in excess
2: <laughs> see the dad is there to teach you how to fight the bullies but the uncle would be the one who goes out and fights them for you mm. and then uh other thing would probably be getting you either a really really cool gift like a ninja stars when you're like 10 or something or a really really lame gift like a singing billy bass like a little interactive singing fish thing and you really there is no in between it's either amazing or a really lame it's, gift
0: that's honestly true for like the specific uncle i was thinking of like, he gave me a, he gave me a knife that I still have, and he also gave me a gift card for DoorDash that I had to download DoorDash to use. And also, when I was little, he gave me one of those, like, uh, soccer, like, football shirts that said bimbo on it. And at the time, <laughs> I was like, I can't wear this. But now that, like, you know, trans and stuff, I'm like, I can't believe I don't have that shirt now. It's all I would
1: ever wear. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's, uh, I, I think a Grey Rider matches most of these. The only one, I think grilling is the, the hardest, the hardest to to hit. Mm -mm. Well,
0: it's just commenting (laughs) on the meat as it's being grilled.
1: Oh, you know what? He would be a meat, like, connoisseur. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I don't think the meat that the Grey Rider brings is just any old meat. I think it's like, you know, some prime cut, (laughs) some, some, uh, uh, (laughs) pizzeroni.
2: If they don't want it medium well, they're getting nothing at all.
1: <laughs> I'll a grey render with a little chef hat on.
2: Yeah.
1: A little, little cook apron. Where I think the Grey Render
0: fails as an uncle, truly, is uh that it doesn't have too much toxic masculinity where it's like your masculinity is tied to how undercooked your steak is. <laughs> <laughs> I eat steaks rare because of because of what gender I am. I'm so
2: secure. <laughs> if you me... want it well done, get out.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, I now that we're connecting dots here. Uh, they don't reproduce in a traditional way. I don't know if that oh, toxic masculinity is going to be a factor on on them.
2: That's true. They don't have. I've butted so many so many baby renders.
0: Well, then they're not an yeah. uncle. Then they're a dad. That's a different story.
2: Oh, that's true. Yeah.
1: No, but I, well, no. I then they're a,
0: they're they're a mom also.
1: I think they're just the the best kind of um, parent sibling. Yeah. But yeah, no i i would I would totally have my uh, my grey render pick me up uh, at school when I'm sick.
2: <laughs> just blasting Kid Rock in the car that he's destroying (laughs) the the gray render loves kid rock so much this i believe yeah i could see him with a cowboy hat at like a a concert in tallahassee i can't see him with a hat
0: but i can see him with a cowboy hat does that make sense oh absolutely yeah yeah. like i don't know where the hat
2: goes on this head that i'm looking at here
1: uh that that is a good point
2: (laughs) it's like if if dinosaurs wore jeans what would it look like it's (laughs) the same if gray renders wore hats would it be like on the Right above its eyes, or sort of like between its eyes and that, that back hump spine thing.
1: Mm-hmm. I can't see him with like a beer belly though. It's like
2: that makes sense to me. Yeah, he he works out, but he still has a beer belly. It's one it's, it's one of those situations.
1: Like, <laughs> yeah, you can tell he was in a frat in college, but he doesn't really talk about it anymore. It just, <laughs>
2: yeah. He used to be an ROTC. And then yeah. <laughs> just and just give up beer. Just yeah. give up beer if you
0: want to get rid of the beer belly. No. What no. Gen- what gender I am is tied to what kind of alcohol I drink. Get me Fosters. Australian for beer. <laughs> no, he
1: he does have to say that. Fosters
2: is such a fucking poll. Is Australia canonical in the Forgotten Realms? I think so. It, it might be, honestly. The Forgotten Realms, the thing that I
0: think is so cool about it that no one pays attention to is like... The idea is that these were forgotten realms that interacted with Earth back in, like, the ages of mythology, and that's where our mythology comes from. And so, like, it is Uh the magic version of our world is supposed to be the idea.
1: Yeah, so they they don't have Australia. They have have Down Underland, though. They might have, like, a dreaming sort of area. (laughs) <laughs> there's a whole island where there's just that, that buzzing sound continuously.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. The, the Forgotten Realms version has that, it, like actually happened. <laughs> uh, I, a quick, uh, so uh, we could definitely take the uncle angle on this, but uh, I, I wrote down a couple concepts that I, that occurred to me on occasion that, uh, that it might, if a great writer is good or bad for, so. Um, uh, playing catch at the park. Um,
2: that ball would be gone. You know they have don't they don't have any muscle control.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. I don't think they have the ability to like, like that thing where like a chimpanzee is so much stronger than us, but it can't throw with any accuracy. Because like, if you ever see them throw something, it's just kind of like a toss, really.
1: I I did not know that. That is, (laughs) that is very unfortunate to the the MVP canon.
2: Yeah, chimpanzees can't play baseball. There okay. was a movie about that too. I think it was literally called MVP, Most Valuable Primate. Yeah, yeah I that's think that's it. yeah. Okay, it had, it had uh, the dude from Friends. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: the first one is a hockey movie. I think the second one is like skateboarding.
2: Oh, okay. Since- why are there so many movies with chimpanzees doing sports? The '90s was.
1: Well, here's the thing. Yeah, it's like, I mean, in the 90s, that's one thing. But now it's like, that, that's, that was a dude. That's a dude now. He, he can't do that. He needs like a paycheck.
0: <laughs> I don't think the Great Ape Personhood Project is that far
1: along. Yeah, you don't think if uh, if an ape learns how to sign, the first thing that they're asking for is money? <laughs> Based on what I know about apes. I did write
0: a senior, my uh, senior capstone was about the predatory behaviors of chimpanzees. And like, yeah, no, you're right. (laughs) The the first thing they would do is ask for an entire diker that they could disembowel. And the second thing they would do
2: is ask for money. (laughs) To buy bananas. (laughs) Yeah. Or more (laughs) diker meat. You sure uh you sure?
1: <laughs> the first thing he would write is, "Um, you sure have a lot of expensive uh, furniture in this house." <laughs> if it
2: would be, it would be a shame if I got poop everywhere.
1: So, uh, but my my next uh,
2: activity here, so uh, playing catch with the park didn't work
1: out. Uh, going to the mall. Hmm. No. Uh, yeah, or nay on the gray render. Well, you could only stay on the first floor, really. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I'm trying to think of a shop that might that might match its interests. I don't think you could get it on an escalator. Oh, definitely not. That is a, that's a vehicle.
2: You might like Lululemon. (laughs) Bringing it to a Hot Topic or a Spencer's.
1: I mean, I can see that. I I can see it like going from its kind of, you know, uh, thin leathery skin to just a thin leathery outfit
2: yeah you know if if we're taking the uncle route they they have like acdc shirts at like hot topic and spencers Mm -hmm. you just throw one of those on there yeah yeah yeah. no uncles at the mall i think work out
1: okay yeah all right that's good um
0: here's a problem with the uncle thing uh, once in each gray render's lifetime it produced a single offspring which developed in a pocket or pouch in the adult render's body that's that's not how reproduction works gang
1: uh, it's got like a little uh, kangaroo pouch <laughs> situation.
0: Yeah, these things Aww. these things cannot spread if they reproduce asexually and only ever produce one offspring.
1: Well, I mean, that's that's good. If uh, your grey render gets loose, there's always going to be just one grey render of the loose. Yeah,
0: there's no need to
1: spay or neuter your pet that's great i think i think our our uncle render will appreciate that yeah i don't
0: even even know how you would spay or neuter it like would you just cover its entire body in something that kills baby gray renders
2: just have it in a spandex suit constantly
1: Mm. (laughs) yeah uh that's what we should buy at lululemon one of those morph suits (laughs) Mm. can you buy a morph suit at lululemon
2: you can now all right I guess We're, that's our pitch.
0: That's not very realistic. Now, what else would this monster have at the mall?
1: Uh, it, it, do you think it would like Spencer's gifts?
2: Yeah, no, it's got like lava lamps and, and that part wow. at the back with all the funny little toys. I'm picturing just like staring at a lava lamp with all those eyes. <laughs> He's seeing six times as much yeah. trippy lava. <laughs>
1: Uh, well, to our original premise, it's either going to go really well or really badly.
2: Mm. Yeah, but thankfully, the stop at Auntie's Pretzels, mm. get some Cinnabon.
1: Oh, hell yeah! Is yeah. Uncle Render going to buy this uh, some Auntie's?
2: Get some Hagen Dazs. Yeah, uh, that and one. Then mm. my third Taco Bell reference <laughs> at the food court. Oh yeah, no rule of threes. That'll be my last Taco Bell reference for the evening. huh. Doesn't have to be necessarily <laughs>
1: yeah, no, taco uh
0: quiermos kier- taco bell
2: one taco bell reference per each gray render eye
0: <laughs>
1: so,
2: okay
0: go. great great
1: so uh but my next scenario is um entering into a high stakes poker tournament mm. oh <laughs> i I was thinking about the intimidation stuff earlier, but it's like what's would that be a, a help here or, or or hurts? Do you think uh, he's looking for an intelligent partner to kind of bond with? Uh, but his intelligence himself is three. Do you want him around your poker game?
2: No, no. Mostly because they also don't make sunglasses for six-eyed creatures. Some, uh, his poker face would just be out there. Just make three sunglasses.
0: Shit, you're right. <laughs> this is why this is why they pay me the big bucks.
2: <laughs> Uncles are naturally good at poker, I will say. Oh, I just realized this. Yes, you're yeah. correct. They would uh, just. Hmm. Boy, how do.
1: I think that the regular, your poker partners would like struggle to read his face. <laughs> glasses or no glasses, it's not a human face.
2: Mm. They'd be afraid to win, I think. Yeah. <laughs> you,
1: it's a real let the Wookiee win situation. I
2: feel,
1: no. I feel like it's
0: impossible to read him because. There's nothing going on. He's not thinking about the game. He doesn't know what cards are.
2: Yeah, he'd, he'd have trouble with those cards in his claws. And when he grabs those cards, it would leave like a dent or an imprint. So the other poker players would see those later <laughs> in the game. Yeah. They, they would mm.
1: accuse him of counting cards.
2: Mm. Mm. Yeah, Don't so bring your gray render to Vegas.
1: Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, my my last scenario here is uh, is working in an office. Yeah, I think he could
2: do it. The handshakes. Well, you know what? In COVID...
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. No, we were, we've we entered into an era where the handshakes are are no more.
2: Hmm. Yeah, maybe maybe elbow bumps. I think they'd be all right with elbow bumps.
1: Yeah, you, you can't feel anything with your elbows. I'm,
0: yeah. I'm seeing the Grey Render's existence in an office being very similar to my existence in an office, which is uh, mostly like leaving my desk... To make copies of just papers and going to get coffee, and then uh and then that's
2: pretty much it. Yeah, you don't need high intelligence to work in an office. You truly don't. You just need an Excel sheet, and then you just copy and paste stuff from elsewhere.
0: <laughs> no, most of what I did when I uh, worked in an office building was I read uh, SOPs and uh, and. Got mad at people for not wearing a mask, which I want to be clear. I worked in a pharmaceutical lab and these people were literally holding like strep in their hands, like bacterial colonies in their hands. And it's like, can you not wear a mask even for this? Like,
2: I think you wouldn't like having a gray render as a coworker because they couldn't wear a mask because they don't have ears. Oh, Oh, shit. Well, they got the face shield things that don't work. <laughs> you, yeah. could, you could grab some pop sockets and put one on either side of, side of his head mm-hmm. like, and then use those as ears. But that's that's
1: you need that's, like the, the opposite of a morph suit. Like it just covers the, the face. Quick, give me your phones.
2: It's <laughs> like or, an executioner's hood. Yeah, You can't yeah. see anything. <laughs> you
1: have to get like a Christmas stocking and put it like right over. We don't even know if he can get
2: COVID, though. Uh, that, is, that is a good point COVID may have come from space which is also where oh, gray yeah. renders may have come from
0: I remember really seeing that rumor at some point in like 2020 like someone was trying <laughs> to be like it happened the same time that this asteroid landed and we were like guys come on
2: guys yeah, please we're doing this really
0: stop having fun <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is very serious yeah that, that sums it up pretty well yeah. And we
2: all know uncles do get COVID.
1: Oh, (laughs) oh, hell yeah. Uncles are
2: particularly susceptible to COVID. Yeah. Because they don't believe in the vaccine.
0: I'm I'm such a strong, tough enough man, because that's the gender that I am, that I can't get sick from
2: germs. Oh, no. (laughs) My testosterone burns away the COVID.
1: (laughs) I've gotten sick in years. Oh
2: yeah, I mean that's that's the food poisoning I get every time I eat hot dogs.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I I mean I I default I'm hungover, so it's I don't even notice
0: if I have it. I don't trust doctors, and by that I mean I think that being sick is a moral failing on my part. (laughs) I think that, fellas, is it gay to be sick? I mean, you literally have something inside you.
1: Oh, man, Uh, I'm learning unfortunate things about our Uncle Render here.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he's not a good guy. Maybe it's better that he stayed like a three intelligence monstrosity.
1: (laughs) Maybe it is. Uh, Do we have any uh, last pieces to say about him before we head to uh, the uh, final rating place?
0: Um...
2: He would wear a Leonard Skinner baseball cap, I think. He would still think that it's funny to shout Freebird whenever someone
0: has a guitar. Yes, that joke has been going on for like thirty-five years.
2: As an accordionist, back when I did accordion stand-up comedy, of course he did. Like once every few shows, I'd get, I'd go up on stage. Someone in the audience would go "Free Bird," I'd be like, "Ha yes, sir, very funny." <laughs> There's a bird loosened this bar, and which Gray renders hate birds. Oh no! I, don't
1: I, shout "Free Bird" around a Gray render. Oh yeah, there you oh, go. Yeah. I think people will learn that rest lesson real quick. But I gotta say,
0: I can see this guy with an accordion. <laughs> we can shift from toxic uncle to cool uncle real quick.
2: That's true. Yeah, you know what? Nerdy Uncle Grey Render. Yeah. Would be awesome. He's even I'm I'm I am i do not know if you guys are looking at the same five E picture as I am, but he's <laughs> in the he's like doing an air accordion in his default picture.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. looking at that right now. Yeah. His <laughs> hands are like facing each other. So like, yeah, I, I see this.
1: Yeah, no, I, I I trust your judgment on on a what's correct um, accordion form.
0: <laughs> I can
1: Photoshop in
0: Leonard Skinnard, cowboy hat, and an accordion onto this guy so easily,
2: and put a little grill next to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this is good.
1: <laughs> I look forward to seeing that on Thursday.
2: <laughs> That's the thumbnail for this podcast. <laughs> if they do thumbnails. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so uh, that's what's wonderful.
2: All right, let, let's uh, let, let's take our, our uncle
1: render to the final rating place, uh, crazy boards. This is how we uh, uh at we give a uh, the monster a, a rating out of you know ten or something, hmm. uh, based off how well we think it functions as a monster. Uh, Allie, do you want to kick us off? Uh yeah, yeah. So the gray render it started out like
0: a dog and then it turned into our uncle. Um, <laughs> Uh, I gotta say, I really had a fun time with the Grey Render. We went to the mall. Uh, We didn't talk about my favorite store in the mall, which is that one weird store that every mall has that's full of, like, witchy shit.
2: Oh, oh my yeah. God. You're right.
0: In D&D world, and th- that might actually work.
2: All that stuff. The little fairy statues?
0: Yeah, or, like, some crystals, or even, like, once in a while, if you're at a really trashy mall, you'll get, like, a Satanist store.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think
0: the Coventry Mall in Pottstown has one.
2: A
1: a Sardo figure, like, selling things.
2: Yeah. General tchotchkes.
0: But no, I would say the Grey Render, much like Amethyst, is good for uh, spiritual balance and uh, and, uh, emotional attachments. Uh, I really like that it's a defiance of the Dark Alley Test. It is a monster that definitely has a thing going on with it. It bonds easily because it's essentially like a runaway domestic pet it's a stray it's a domesticated species and with the rancor thing like it really gives you cool ideas about how to use it in your game as a function of the game dnd and also maybe with a, like a weird hippopotamus go that i'm now just kind of losing myself in the eyes of staring at this i gotta scroll down <laughs> i getting a thousand yard stare into all
1: six of these eyes
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh I gotta say, like a 10 out of 10.
1: (laughs) Excellent. Crazy Boris, you wanna give it a shot?
2: Yeah, so I I I like him. Um I'd say There's a lot of potential as far as using them in a campaign. Um there's a lot of quests you can go, even like maybe a Grey Render attaches to your party and you have to break up with the Grey Render. Oh, no! Or, or like, there's, like, a you know, it's not you, it's me, Grey Render. But there's also, like, the idea of you have to hunt down something seemingly harmless, but the person who gave you the quest didn't mention that there's a Grey Render that's their best friend. So there's a lot of really good quest potential. I think its biggest downfall is that it's fighting... Fighting one, let me double check here. You know, five eights is like CR twelve. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it feels like they're just another big muscly thing without too many special. It's got dark vision, but uh, <laughs> it's it, yeah. I don't. I don't think it's just biting and clawing, basically. Mm. And it's yeah, abil- abilities. Gray Renders have the strength of giants. Some rangers did it. They could rip trees out of the ground. Um. So, like, the best you can get out of him, for the most part, is they, they'll they throw trees at the players outside of just standard stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, you so you really, really have gotta... to be creative if you want an interesting fight.
1: Hmm. Oh, I'm with you. <laughs> you got a number to that?
2: <laughs> I'd give him a 8 yeah. out of 10.
0: That's good.
1: Yeah, cool. Uh, th- I think I'm going to go right down the, the middle. i uh, give him a 9 out of 10. Because, uh, look, I-, I love my Uncle Render he took me to Spencer's gifts that one time and, and we got uh, pretzels like way close, way too close to dinner. Uh, but uh, he's not really, he's not really great at playing catch and I can't really take him uh, with me and at a lot of uh, locations. He can't watch my wrestling practice. No, he gets very upset. So uh, I think that's, I think that they, I love how they're quirky and I love how they're, uh, when I run d games, I love giving players options and, Introducing a double-sided coin is a... Uh, all coins are double-sided. Uh, a double-sided blade. <laughs> all blades are double-sided. Introducing something that's both good and bad is fun. So, a double-edged sword. Yes. Uh, he's a double-edged sword. He, he's uh, the best of buddies, but he could also, like, totally ruin a uh, a diplomatic or a stealth mission. And so I I think uh, it'd be a very interesting twist to a party. And so, 9 out of 10.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I kind of agree that he is one of those D&D monsters that's just like a very big strong boy. Mm-hmm. Like he needs something else about him to make him interesting.
2: And they got... He's, he could be from space. They could have They could have played off of that somehow.
1: Added some psionic abilities.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: You know what? The Niogi hang out with Grey Renders a lot. They also hang out with Umber Hulks a lot. One theory that I kind of thought of and then kind of threw out as not really being supported is that the Grey Render is like a a genetically modified or selectively bred like domesticated umber hulk because the umber hulks are basically intelligent so like you could take something from the umber hulk stat block because like they do kinds of weird psionic stuff and just kind of warp and twist it into something else maybe so there's an idea
1: okay yeah, I think that's cool. I I uh I watched a couple uh, people playing with this uh, this monster uh videos describing them and uh one was the the render ability how uh even at a high level you could do something like it it rip, uh, it has a chance of ripping player's arms off or limbs off.
0: Yeah. Also so, with a uh, with like
2: the rancor influence,
0: definitely give it the siege monster trait so that it does double damage to objects and structures
2: yeah 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 on a battlefield like in a in a siege situation these these guys would really shine you put like a catapult on their back
1: oh damn
0: oh yeah that's great for like the hordes of orcs you know oh yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: i've a bunch of these guys side by side like wrecking shop would be kick-ass
0: because they're chaotic neutral the good guys aren't the only guys making friends with these things
1: that's another cool scenario i thought of it's like you encounter this little like nobly goblin uh, but he's befriended a Grey Render.
0: That's adorable. I love that.
1: <laughs> and maybe at the end of the encounter, it, it buds and leaves behind a a little one for you to, for your party to, to
2: deal with. And it's only, it takes like about a year of sessions until it's it's big enough to like do some actual damage as like a new member of the party.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> and so, but instead it gets into a little mischief like a Pocahontas friend.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's it's
1: the party mascot.
0: Yeah. Well, that's great
1: from from uncle to nephew yes. <laughs> so uh thank you for joining us for this uh this wonderful endeavor audience and thank you crazy boris it's been uh, an absolute blast to finally
2: have you on Ooh, i like it uh do you have anything to, to plug um crazy boris on youtube that i think it's just crazy boris everywhere uh i'm not the deviant Art page someone else took the crazy boris deviant r page and made it like my little pony countries
1: uh, that was me oh, i'm sorry i, I just I just, I just a lot of mixed interests uh t- t- 10 years
2: ago <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise youtube twitter it's all crazy boris hmm. nice so i know we said we
0: were just going to end every episode with a song parody Yes But like we have a guest this week So I was feeling kind of self-conscious And I had a song parody But it was kind of like self-indulgent So instead I just scrapped the whole thing Instead I have a fun fact about weather That relates to the color gray Alright Adam Did you know That when it snows My eyes become large And the light that you shine can't be seen Baby Baby I Compare you to a fist from a render that's grey. Ooh, the more I get of you, the more pain I feel. Yeah. Now that your pet's been my doom, I'm dead in a tomb that's a grave. ba da 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 da
2: da 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 Now on the Batman soundtrack. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. the perfect place to cut it.
3: While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24, 2022. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, Visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, abortion.cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, plancpills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. You can also find links to all of these resources at podvoices.help. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.